right, we are back from our break, and this uh, horrific creature that uh, opened its mouth as though it's going to use some kind of breath attack is instead actually just going to let out a shriek and do a uh, swoop by, <laughs> almost as though it was hoping you would believe it had a breath attack and then realize that wasn't going to work. So it is going to move the extent of its movement, and during that, it is going to take a peck at Chicho uh, and miss with a 15. It's an affectionate little kiss. Yeah. Uh, and the old breathy fakey do. Ah, so you're going to say you like it, going to get angry and just land, but no, it can't. Uh, it does actually you know what it will kind of swoop down and land on the ground next to this bear as its final action and it is chad's turn all right well chad is going to wade into melee here and he's gonna look from the bear to the Swooping friend back to the bear, and I think he's gonna do exploit weakness on the bear. Right, it feels like it feels like bear time here. That is a twenty-three. Recall knowledge on the bear. That beats it. It is a DC twenty. I will give you that little bit of thing, so you are able to successfully pull off that move. Uh. As far as, like, actual information on it, as with the uh, quote-unquote chupacabras, there aren't any specific weaknesses or anything that it has, but there's also no specific resistances. Uh, it does have sneak attack, which is interesting. And it, uh, you think, for some reason, that even though this is clearly a bear, that it might have ferocity. Well, that does seem strange. But I think with Chad's third action, it's just going to, you know, after looking over this bear and really getting to know it, he knows its personal antithesis. He's going to take something out of one of his pockets and sort of rub it on his scimitar there and um, take a swing at the bear, exploiting its personal antithesis. Uh, that is a 29 to hit. That is the first hit on this bear. Nice. Now this bear, since I am exploiting its weakness, gains weakness to my weapon strikes equal to 2 plus half my level. So, weakness 4. To my... So that does, just to double damage. check it, it does... Uh round down for your level, not up. Yeah, so weakness okay. four, right? Okay. Nine damage, you said? Um, did I say nine damage? No. Seven, That's eleven damage. Oh, eleven, okay. I was checking because I didn't quite hear it. <laughs> Alright, so he has been damaged. He's uh, dead, right? No, he is unfortunately not dead. In fact, it's his turn. And as his first action, this bear who has now been hit is going to let out this horrific roar as it seems to almost go into a rage. 
Uh-oh. Uh, and then as it's uh, next action, it is going to swing at Chad, who just heard it. Cool, cool, cool. And let's die. And this is only to damage, not to attack. Yes, that is correct. Uh, so that is a 22. I don't know my AC. Yeah, that hits exactly. Uh, okay, so you're going to take a bit more. Oh, wow. No, because I rolled a natural one on the damage. Uh, so yeah, adding five to this now instead of four. Or no, I'm adding six to this plus two. Uh, so that is seven points of damage. Well, he gets an um, extra Chad, two, and he's only doing the same. As a reaction, Chad is going to present his amulet that he's keeping in his non-sword hand and um, use that to turn away harm, granting himself resistance seven to all damage <laughs> against the triggering source. So resistance seven to all harm from the target of his exploit vulnerability. All right, so you see this uh, Falchion come down and it just like kind of hits the air in front of your symbol and stops and bounces back. Uh, and Raging is a single action, so he can take one more swing. Uh, and that is a nat one, so he does not hit. <laughs> eat it, uh, bear. It I is mean, not uh, not it. Like eat your own <laughs> stuff because you suck. It is uh, Golly's turn. Or uh, right. Kaiser Cobb. Uh, what was it? Caesar Cobb. Kaiser? <laughs> Kaiser <laughs> I play too much Fallout. Uh, Julius Kaiser. And I can't pronounce yeah, it Yeah, it's Caesar, Caesar Cobb Waldorf. Caesar um, Cobb we'll, Waldorf. We'll take a step forward, and that is south for all the people that are not in our world. And uh, that is towards the, his Ursine adversary. And with his remaining two actions, he is going to do a flurry of blows and then a follow-up iterative strike. So that's going to be this and this and this. I can't even see the rolls. I'm just right. shooting them out there. Uh, even if he didn't have a slightly lowered AC from raging, those would all hit. All right. So that so. for the folks at home, that's a 22, a 27, yep. and a 25. Five. Yes, and that is uh, 14 damage, so none of those are crits, but it is 24, 28, 38 damage. Wow. Yeah, you really lay into this bear. Eggplant. No joke. He Just the vegetable. Yeah, he is definitely looking bloodied. Uh, Magellan. Magellan's gonna move. Weird. Don't have to. Just kind of feel like stretching oh, exactly. his legs after standing there. Oh, no, he has all these on turns. Screen. I was about so to say, is Magellan 10, on screen? 20. He is a. Uh, he's faster than the average human with a 30 foot move speed. Uh, so he hustles on down and astride and uh, has learned his lesson on trying to make a spell attack and instead. We'll have you make a couple reflex saves as everyone's favorite cantrip, Electric Arc, flies out between the Swoopacabra and the Barbarian. 
Reflex saves, reflex, please. Yep. Uh, the. Still probably a fail though, because that is only a fourteen. Fail. And the pterodon, which believe it or not, uh, actually has decent reflex, got a twenty. How's that? Oh, also a fail. All right, so full so damage DC for both. DC twenty one. Yeah, so three D four plus four. Here we go. Wolfman hit. Uh, total of 12 electricity damage. Tired of rolling those awful Caltrop D4s? Try the Infinity D4s from Dice Envy at DiceEnvy.com. Dice Envy. Dice Envy. <laughs> no, we're not affiliated or sponsored. <laughs> Dice Company is. I hear uh, the sound of Norse Foundry <laughs> pulling away that gift <laughs> I'd like to remind you that they live Eric, with their driving. Daddy Eric, no. <laughs> And then throw them away and get some great <laughs> dice from your friends at Norse Foundry. Uh, so that is all. F that's your full complement of actions, I believe. Yep, a stride uh, and yep. a two-action cast. Yeah. Uh, all right, we are up to Hugh. Uh, I will tell you, both of these creatures are not looking super hot in terms of uh, how healthy they look. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's also assuming that I can do anything about that. Uh, instead, I will try to assist the rest uh, with, with a bit of Bane. And I will say, I believe that starts as a five-foot emanation, so you might want to take a step forward to make sure you can get at least one of them in it. Oh, actually, or do you pick the location, or is it on you? Emanations um, come from you, bursts from you, or yeah. ones you can pick. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking it was yeah. like within 30 feet or something yeah. I could get both of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can increase the rain, the radius of it each round, but it starts out as just five feet. But if you take a single stride forward, you can be right next to the uh, flying creature and it will be affected by it. Yeah. Gonna have to. It's a bad idea. I'm aware. Yeah. Love well, it, you haven't seen it hit anybody yet, other than the farmer. <laughs> Doesn't mean that I'm resistant to it in any sort of way. <laughs> All right. That farmer uh, probably was better defended than I am. <laughs> yeah, he had his bill of hay to protect himself. Exactly. Uh, Chicho. Yeah, we're standing here, so I suppose we will poke at the spare again, attempting to get through its impenetrable fur. Mm -hmm. Nope, not uh, quite. 16. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, and then reach out and touch Golly for guidance. Uh, yeah, plus one, and raise a shield. Yeah. Uh, it will take us to this, uh, horse-faced creature thing, which, as I said, cannot attack from the ground. Uh, 
Do any of you have, I don't remember seeing it on anybody's sheet, but I just want to double check. Nobody has combat reflexes, correct? Okay. You mean a attack, attack of opportunity? opportunity. Yeah. No. I Basically. have something kind of like it, but no, because I already yeah. used my reaction. Yeah, I just want to make sure that the monk doesn't have it, because he would be yeah. the only one I think that might A little get early. It. Yeah, it's, it's, it's early for monks. Because yeah. I like know, like fighter fighters and stuff, kind of get it automatically when they hit a, I think, four yeah. or five. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I didn't remember seeing it on my sheet, but he is going to take off into the air, uh, and you know what? He sees this spellcaster in the back that attacked him before and missed. He thinks that might be easy prey, so he is going to swoop forty feet past everybody, and on his way past Magellan, is just gonna lean down and try to smack him with his beak uh, and get a non on the die, which is garbage. That is a 19. No, that misses. Maybe he remembered that he got guys. shocked as <laughs> yeah. he thinks how weak I am. And then yeah. like, oh no, mistakes were made. And uh, yeah, get wrecked. I totally forgot that you did that because that took like half his health away. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the... Uh, <laughs> Produce flame from earlier. Uh, and the swoop is, yeah, the two action. Uh, so the what I need to keep start doing is swooping and then stopping directly past them so I can make a third attack, but I'm not smart, so I haven't done that. Uh, so it is not going to do anything for its third action. And we are up to, looks like Chad. Chad. Well, um, Chad is going to... Uh, try to target this bear once again, because apparently that is just a one-round thing. Uh, that is only a 15 on the exploit vulnerability. That unfortunately does not get it that time. You're shooting for a 20 on him. Alright, I think I still get something, even though that, yeah, on a failure, um, I can only exploit the personal antithesis. Which is what I did last time anyways. Um, so I'm going to take an action to uh, strike at this clown. Uh, that is a 26 to hit. Ooh, is a hit. Alright, and I think I screwed myself out of 4 damage last time. So I believe I get my 2d6 plus 4 plus 4 for implement empowerment. And then the personal weakness, which is another four. Two d six plus twelve, um, so That's six damage. total of eighteen damage. Right, he is looking really bad. Um, and then question for you: Is the swoopacabra low enough for, say, a rhinoceros to reach? Uh, I've been treating him like he's ten feet in the air when he's not actively attacking you guys uh that is a large creature so it probably has Does it have 10 feet of reach does it doesn't it seem to actually have reach but it is large yeah you know it's big enough that i would say if it stands directly under him it can hit him with five feet of reach all right well then he's gonna call on gwen to take a stab at the swoop of cabra so she will trundle on over and she'll go for it uh, that is only an 18. 18 against him. Uh, need the other one sheet. Is a hit exactly. 
Nice. And that is seven damage with the horn. And you have killed this uh, strange <laughs> flying creature, this Wupacop. Nice. That just bats it out of the air with the rhino horn. Not every day you get to see an armored rhinoceros kill a pterodactyl. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's not a pterodactyl. It's probably some kind of crazy uh, cryptid creature. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so that is your full thing. And... That's all me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it is this uh, bear's turn. And I need to... Okay. Had to reread that. Uh, it is going to. You know what? It has bear abilities too. Why am I not using any bear abilities? <laughs> <laughs> no, Hibernate. No. Uh, it is going to free action drop its sword to the ground. Uh, and it is going to attempt to grab Chicho. That's bad, right? Uh, that so seems bad. That is going great. to. Be about to see what happens when people stop being polite and start being bears. Bodyguard. <laughs> I will give a lecture on the behaviors and mores of human society if I have to. Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, that premise sounds grisly. Oh, I see. Okay, that's even better than I thought it was. Uh, uh -oh. so it just gets, a, it's the, uh, thing that I always hate about so many 1A monsters. The grab is not its own, uh, thing. It gets an automatic grab as part of an attack. So after dropping its sword, it swings one of its big meaty bear claws. And that is a much better roll. And these have an extra, <laughs> these have five more, uh, to hit than the sword did. I don't know why I wasn't using them to begin with. Uh, so that will be a 30 to hit, uh, yeah. Chicho. That's a hit, but not a crit, luckily. Okay. Uh, so Chicho is grabbed. Great. And then it gets to use its Mauler ability, which oh. means it has a plus three bonus to any few further damage rolls against you while you are grabbed. So well, it is counteract going... that with an amulet's abeyance. Uh, Chicho gets seven resistance. Nice. Uh, oh, and I forgot to roll damage on that, too. Uh, that is... Oh, wow. No. Hugs hurt. Why was I not using this to begin with? Uh, <laughs> I get the... Because the picture was too cool. Uh, yeah, no picture was too cool of me badly photoshopping a falchion into a bear i also turned him into a it. polar bear he was not a uh white bear in the original uh the so that is bear. 14 points mm -hmm. of slashing damage okay. which you would only take seven thanks to uh chad's thing and then it is going to swing at you again with only a minus uh or is it to the Oh, no, it's just the damage roll. So it is still a full minus four. Uh, but that will be a 29 to hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a hit. Yeah. Uh, and 
Now it gets to add five onto its damage, two for the raging and two and three for the other thing. Uh, so that is another 12 points of damage. And then for its uh, final attack, it's going to attempt to bite at you with its horrible bear jaws. Uh, that is a 13 in the die. That is my last iterative attack. Is only that is oh that's a four. Oh, probably because he's some kind of crazy animal. I should have looked at that. I was just assuming it was the regular maps. Was that that second attack should have been one higher? Uh, but it is an eighteen to hit, which I'm assuming is a miss. That is a miss. Okay, and that is the bear's turn. Uh, golly. All right, Caesar. Is about to put the guard in garden. Really, just like seeing their compatriot gripped by the bear, um, is going to flurry, and it's like centering themselves. They're envisioning the whole like, you know, montage scenario of the fighting, and the the crouton croutoff. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so he's he's gonna. That's that's the first one right there. And then the second one, the third one, and the fourth one. Ooh. And if necessary, there is also some stunning situation that I also cheated myself out of. Okay. Uh, that we well, can discuss two of those if uh, do hit. And the first one hits. And after that second one, that critical blow, because uh, of the nat 20 on the die there. Uh, you see him look like he's about to go down, but then it seems almost as though a reaction triggers and he stays on his feet. So uh, tell me about this other ability, uh, since so he does seeing, appear to still be up. I'm not seeing a map coming out of any of those. I'm seeing the same, like, plus 14 on all of these. Am I missing something? Do you see the minus 8 after that? Oh, yeah, I'm seeing it, it come out because yeah, there's no way that that last agile. one would have been a 26 like, as a what? nat 20. Sorry, yeah, yeah, at the yeah no, he's only built to punch. He's a yeah. solid who That's punches. Great. There's yeah. nothing else. This yeah, time. I knew it was coming out just because I knew that critical wouldn't be that low if it wasn't coming out of it. Foundry is so much better. I know. Foundry is so not much a bird better. situation. It's so much better. I'm sorry to the roll 20 people if any of you watch this, but. Foundry is better. Let's just cut this out. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, give us your money. Yeah, no, I'll cut that your out. Your product but... is substandard, but I will yeah. take it. Sponsored by Roll20. <laughs> Sponsored by our friends at Roll20. Uh, so uh, what was that extra little thing that you said you cheated yourself out of? Oh, yeah. So um, you have to roll a fortitude save against the DC. Sure, he doesn't 21. have very high fort. Yeah, I'm sure the, the barbarian has that is terrible fortitude. Six on the die and he has a plus plus 14 30. fortitude uh, so <laughs> that is 30. a 30 yeah yeah it's not a critical success but it's a success so um, I think that means nothing happens let me just okay. quickly check I wasn't sure if it gave uh, damage or anything I'm assuming like it would just knock him down but if it would do damage that's the part I want to know he would he be looks stunned like and lose an action if you'd failed yeah but, if you'd uh, failed you'd be stunned yeah. one if you'd critically failed okay. you'd be stunned three I just wasn't sure if there was anything on a on oh a I see pass, you lose so. your entire turn on a crit 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're good. You are right. you're good. You just got punched a bunch. All right. Uh, Magellan, the only enemy still standing, looks like it is on its last legs. Uh-huh. Perhaps then I'll take them out from under him with a produce flame. You know, it didn't work the first time, so it's going to work this time. I'm going to roll it in roll 20. The best VTT money doesn't require. And that is a ranged spell, so he is going to get a little bit of cover just from having people in front of him. Uh, Not enough to maybe? mitigate that, though. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be another 3d4. too D4. lower because of the raging, so. 3d4 plus 4 fire damage. I will tell you, if you don't want to roll it, you don't have to, because any amount is going to take him down. Oh, I wanted to, though. That was great. Okay. That was uh, 10 on the D4, on the 3d4, so 14 fire damage. If only the Swoopacabra could see me now. <laughs> and this bear collapses to the ground, and we are out of combat. Uh, Chicho, how injured are you from that debacle? Uh, mildly. Chicho, by the way, has gone down with the bear and is just petting this wonderfully soft, blood-soaked fur. Aww. Yeah. I'm gonna go check out the weird sheep. <laughs> As you uh, check the weird sheep seems to be trying to sneak out the back of the paddock. But unfortunately, this gate back here is locked, and it can't quite figure it out. Uh, and anybody searching the uh, creatures, I will say, I will actually roll over the rolls you guys made earlier when the creatures were mentioned. Uh, these are not chupacabras. This is not the Sandpoint Devil. Uh, and this other thing is a bear. And... <laughs> You see what appears to be a pterodon with its wings painted red and a horse skull strapped to its head. And you see what appear to be a pair of shaved wolves with some type of other large canid skull, maybe like a dire wolf or something, strapped to their heads and what looks like just like pieces of like cow leather with nails stuck through them strapped to their backs. Is there like a Cubone template in 2E that I'm just not familiar with? <laughs> uh, I will say these appear to just be animals that are dressed up to look like other animals, is the best you can guess. Uh, and the bear also has, he has a, a falchion on him, which is a plus one striking falchion. Because uh, we really care about loot in a one shot, but... Uh, <laughs> He also has uh, on him, uh, around his neck, kind of under the fur, and uh, maybe Chicho is even the one that finds it petting at the fur, yeah. uh, a strange little medallion on a string that looks identical to the one around the sheep. Oh. 
Maybe this is also not really a bear. Hold up. But it's probably a magic thing that our magically inclined friends. Who's that? Druid? Yeah, does anybody have, uh, yeah. like, detect magic or... <laughs> no, but while this is going on, uh, Magellan would be treating wounds with assurance on medicine, so 21 to Chicho. 21 back. Yeah. Thank you. You can have this shiny necklace. And if anybody needs to do like a focus oh, point or anything, you. you got plenty of time to do that. Anybody that's treating any wounds, it seems like the combat is pretty much over. Uh, anybody that checks outside the back here will see that the farmer was unfortunately killed by this uh, pteranodon, or pteranodon, I mean. Uh, and those we... of you examining the uh, sheep in the back, it kind of looks up at all of you, looks over at all the dead creatures, and it is going to just kind of paw at this back gate. Chicho, you said you could speak to this. You want me to talk to this? To the shiny sheep? Yeah. And I think to that yeah. say you had that for like 15 minutes or something, because if you did, it would still be... Me? Oh, it's just a, a ancestry thing. Oh, okay. What was the so thing? That was oh, maybe that was the... Was that the... Uh, that might have been the other character's animal thing. I remember somebody had something okay. that when I saw the thing, it said like 15 minutes. Waka. So... That was just uh, Balch. She was going to talk to the sheep to see if I could identify the strange medallion. Uh, you are able to identify this strange medallion with your natural 20 uh, nature roll. It appears to... You're not quite sure you've ever seen something exactly like this, but you think it's some type of almost like a key. Uh, walk up to the sheep, the special sheep, and say, do you want to leave? Don't you want to stay with your sheepy friends? Uh, and it will say back to you, and that other sheep, like, sounded like an animal. This thing, to you, just sounds like a person It says, I'm not a sheep. And... I was trying to hide out here. It, it was was working until a couple days ago. They found me, but they didn't know which one was me. But you just killed all of his men so easily. Can you help me? Yes, we can. Do you need more things killed? Do you, you see, need more piercings? <laughs> uh, well, like I said, I'm not actually a sheep. Uh, my name is uh, Feinthar Shinebright, and I'm a wizard. I live nearby, and, well, I took in a group of visitors. Uh, one of them 
said he was a wizard and he wanted to train under me. And then he stole an artifact I had been working on and used it to turn me into a sheep. And I escaped, but apparently he turned his men into animals to chase me. So, if you could come with me, uh, I can get us back to the tower with this. And he kind of motions to the thing around his neck. He didn't take it from me, for whatever reason. And uh, maybe if you do to him what you did to all of them, uh, we can come to some kind of a agreement. Oh, yeah, we can do that. We're here looking for you. Your, your friend wants to find you, and I'll turn back to the rest of the party and explain that this is a, this is the wizard we looked for. He's not really a sheep, though. It's just pretend. Ah. Uh, like, who would pierce a sheep? Like, Claire's. Claire's, <laughs> like, there's probably some, like, Claire's <laughs> counters somewhere that would still pierce a sheep. Right? But, like, who oh, would absolutely. really pierce a sheep? <laughs> I mean, you buy a Squishmallow, you get a piercing free. Yeah, they'll, they'll pierce anything. The Squishmallow, the kid, whatever. The same people that'll Something's break getting pierced before beard. you leave, though. <laughs> uh, so, let me grab everybody. Uh, how how do we fix you? Shearing? Uh, Is that what it, we need to do? Uh, and he will say to uh, Chicho, uh, tell him if we can get the artifact back from this man. His, his name, I think, was Noak. It's really awful that I can't remember it because, well, like I said, he wanted to be an apprentice, but I didn't think he had that much talent. I, I was wrong. If we can get the artifact back from him, we can turn me back to normal. I don't think I realized things could turn back into things after they got de-thinged in the first place. That's, uh... That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wish more NPCs had an artifact that would teleport us to the boss. Yep. I, for one, am very <laughs> pro this artifact. The Magellan picks up his quarterstaff. It's on, it's on record. You don't have a teleport, but you do have the uh, magic of waving off travel uh yeah. <laughs> so let me star pop your tokens uh hopefully if i paste these ones that you guys had control of you should be able to move them yeah look at that awesome i can do anything i want uh Ooh. so you come to a location that looks like it would maybe have uh several people at it but it's almost as though there's some kind of time constraints going on or something uh and you, as you're walking through the woods, you come to an area and the object around the sheep's neck and the object that I'm assuming uh, maybe Magellan would be holding since he did the roll on it, both glow. And uh, he will say to Chincho, uh, stay close to either me or that gentleman over there and you'll be okay. And if everybody kind of groups together, as you step through the next kind of copes of trees, you suddenly find yourself in a clearing in the middle of the forest with this uh, very large tower. It looks very much like the one in the uh, painting that Hal gave you. 
tower. <laughs> I mean, we need a little like. Yeah, I guess I can give a little a... more information. Uh, <laughs> so it is. It appears to be a, a very large structure. It is. There's a odd little platform off to the side. It's about ten feet up in the air that appears to have like a little bit of a garden on it that's gone overgrown. Uh, there's some flavor stuff from it that looks like maybe some people are playing cards, a couple of discarded swords, some rocks. Uh, Then there's a staircase leading up from that to the main tower, which the front door of is actually about like a story and a half in the air. And from there, you see an extra little bit kind of sticking out, maybe about 50 feet up. That looks like it is connected to the main tower by a like a stone bridge with another staircase on it. And Shinebright uh, will point to this kind of suspended bit at the end and say, that's uh, that's my old room. If I had to guess, he's probably up there. Uh, I think you took care of all of his men. I'm 90 percent sure he doesn't have anybody left. So we can just sort of go shake them about and get the artifact and no problem, right? Yes, it should be no problem whatsoever. He's harmless by himself. Well, this doesn't sound like a problem at all. As Love a said. problem-free <laughs> adventure. Yes. <laughs> That's my uh... problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. I'm going to sense motive with a natural three uh, perception to sense motive. Does, uh, well, I guess I, I wouldn't have really been able to hear. Guess from the bleating tone of the sheep wizard, <laughs> the, translated by Chicho, uh, does it sound like he's really confident that old Nolak is not a threat? Uh, he seems so. He seems to believe it. Cool. It's a very honest bleat. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) I don't know why you would need that turn order. Yeah, who knows? It was an accidental click. Roll 20. Uh, So, we have uh, your natural three there. Uh that got you a 16 on your trying to uh, read this sheep. Uh, Everybody else, how about everybody roll me a perception? I'll let you guys roll your own, even though that's normally a GM roll. And maybe, uh, yeah, like uh, Zach just did, maybe make it specifically an initiative perception. <laughs> Whatever that was was so fun. I know I that know. sound. Oh, can you guys hear that? <laughs> yeah, that was me accidentally because I forgot that I can't use the numpad six when I'm have my audio stuff on. That was me turning on and then realizing very quickly and needing to turn it back off my uh, voice mod. Uh, need we need a. 19. I had a sheep, but he died. 
Come yeah. on, give it to the people. That's not the one that I have active. I have the regular one. You could auto-tune yourself the rest of the episode. I think the public would um, really enjoy it. That's uh, true. The public is me in this case. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, we are not auto-tuning Sam the rest of the episode. Uh, Donation that... count to turn it on. Donation count to turn it off. Uh... Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> didn't yeah, make let's it, go. Uh, let's oh, get a Patreon tier to un auto tune all of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Not enough people well, are using. Well, if everybody like donates enough to the charity, DLC. maybe we'll do an auto tune for the next. Perfect thing. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's your that's your incentive, everybody. We get that thirty five dollar gift card. <laughs> If we break, I don't know, 500, mm -hmm. then uh, we'll auto-tune the next Brian. <laughs> I'll auto-tune Brian. The whole thing. Yes, oh, the whole thing. Everybody, I'm going to make everybody else download voice mod. With right. special guest Millie Vanilli. Share. Oh, yeah. T-Pain. No, T-Pain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, That's the name I was looking for. Yeah. No, definitely Millie Vanilli and Cher come to mind before T-Pain. Yeah. Okay. Also, Millie Vanilli didn't auto-tune. They just lip-synced. They just lip-synced. No, I just couldn't do anything. It's just uh, so old. Uh, so as uh, everybody is kind of looking around, you hear what sounds like a door open, and a gentleman steps out onto the balcony of this tower about 50 feet up in the air uh oh i just hit control z instead of shift z which moved him back to the token layer <laughs> oh oh there we go you see this uh ruggedly handsome young man dressed in uh animal furs like he stepped out of a final fantasy game oh no he looks entirely too fashionable not enough belts. I immediately throw <laughs> red paint on him. And remind him somewhat small adjacent. <laughs> murder. Uh, and he looks down and he goes, I thought I heard something. What do you want? And then he stops himself and he sees the sheep and he goes, You. I knew you'd be back. I need you. And he is going to then yell out, Mega! And nothing seems to happen when he yells that out. And we are going to uh, go into dissenting turn order. Sorry. It's, yeah. just, it's so ruined by like modern culture. I know. There's, I like, there are certain other that. uses for that word that have come like up Matt between when, when Rise of the Rune Wars was written and now. That yep. uh, have changed the context of that name. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's spelled with two G's in the game. Uh, but he yells that out and nothing seems to happen. And we're going to start off with uh, Golly. You see this oh, guy golly. 50 feet away from you standing on the balcony of a tower. Oh, well... Guess what I'm gonna do as a short range punchy 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 do. I'm gonna delay until I can find something to punch. Right. 
it is now his turn. And as his first action, he is going to again yell, MAGA! Black MAGA! And nothing seems to be happening. His second action is going to read open. Uh, done this long range, right? Oh yeah, that's got a crazy range. He is going to cast a, a spell, a two-action spell at... You know what? He's going to cast it at... I'm so sorry to keep doing this to our guest, but you are standing directly next to the sheep. So he's going yeah. to cast at a Chicho a ranged uh, spell attack and get a three on the die. Awesome. It is a... Wow, that is only a 16, so he fires out this ray of frosty-looking air at you and misses. That's good. And that is his entire turn. You missed by a whisker. <laughs> oh, I... Oh, yeah, missed. and it is I... uh, Chicho's Sorry. turn. Sorry. Was not that was my fault. I should have said who was going next. <laughs> uh... Well, considering the last thing I tried to protect got swooped and carried away and killed, I will... I don't have three hands. I will use my shield hand, I suppose, to try to grab a hold of Mr. Sheep Wizard and ready an action to stab anything that swoops down at my friend. That's all three. Okay, then that will take us to Chad. Okay, so not moved in here. Let's see. He's gonna he's riding on Gwen this time. They're not all the way across the battlefield from one another. Like they were the last time for some reason. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Uh, he'll have her double move him closer. And you said uh, this fella is 50 feet up in the air? Yes, he is 50 feet up in the air in kind of like an open uh, balcony. All right, well, Chad's going to look up at him and, and try to figure things out with some esoteric lore to exploit weakness. Uh, that is a clean 30. That beats it. It is, uh, actually, that is just enough for a crit. Alright, so I know this guy's life story. Yeah. Uh, you recognize he appears to be human. You can clearly tell that he is some type of wizard. Uh, you don't think that he has any sort of magical defenses going on uh, or resistances, but you also don't think that there's anything that he is particularly weak to. And you get your uh, extra bonuses that you get for that. And those bonuses are going to super come in handy as I have nothing I can do with my last um, 
I'm trying to remember. Action sense. If He's way up there. The 2E recall knowledge, you can still give like spells and stuff like you can with the 1E one if you get high enough. You know, you got a crit on it, so I'm going to give it to you anyway. You think that he's probably about a third level caster. All right. right. Oh, I'll let everybody know that and then um, just call up to the guy and say, Oh, we, we found your sheep. If you want to come down here and talk about, like, how much money you want to pay us for the sheep that you need that we brought to you because um, we found a bunch of dead guys who were like, we need to get this sheep to our boss and he killed us. Um, so we beat him up and brought him. If you want, <laughs> if you want a deception check, I'm uh, sure that is very believable lie. Uh, you know what? In fact, it's so believable that I will roll it so you don't know what the results are. Well, I do have a plus 13 in Deception. <laughs> All right. Uh, so when it's his turn again and he can talk, he will know uh, whether he's buying that or not. Uh, Magellan. Meanwhile, everybody kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Magellan sees the, you know, Squall Lionheart-esque wizard person squins looks at the hypotenuse he's you know he's about 86 feet away and then remembers oh yeah the range on this spell is 500 feet so why don't you make a <laughs> reflex save as i cast fireball uh, yes Ooh, that's not great yes that is a dirty 20 that is one shy of a success. So with the failure, you're going to take a full 6d6 of fire damage. Uh, of course, it's not super great, but 21 points of fire damage as uh, I respond to his ray of frost with a ball of fire. Uh, and then for his third action, Magellan casts shield, an arcane spell. But how? What a man of mystery. And that's all. That's his whole turn. All right. Uh, Hugh. Hey, I'm just going to head over this ramp to go up and around. All right. Start making your way up and around. Yep. Silent. Not saying anything. Just trudging yeah. along. Eight. All right. No black MAGA. <laughs> no, nothing seems to happen. Uh, and then it is a uh, golly. All right. Uh, taking a cue from their friend, golly is also going to move multiple times. I have three moves. Ground speed is 35 feet. And I will say uh, this first staircase, the second one is just normal. The first one is... Uh, considered what you call it difficult it is double okay spaces. so that put me right at the top of my second 35 move oh and by first one i meant uh the one that's the long twisty one not the one up to the thing i guess that's technically the second one. Oh, oh okay. 
So I apologize for being confusing on that. Zoom this map out a little bit since we're kind of moving around some. Go. That nice and pretty. Okay. This this one right here. What? This one is the difficult. Uh, yes, that's the one that's double. Oh man, it's so long. Right, and then what the heck? So that's going to be like there. I can move to. Uh, so I am partway up the second staircase. I'm right. Not even like a. I'm like a third of the way there, <laughs> folks at home. You're about halfway up the second staircase. Uh, it is back to this uh, wizard's turn who just got real hit with damage. And he is very angry and he is going to yell out, You idiot! Jenkel! I meant you! And at uh, that point, an enemy that has been delaying is going to enter the turn order after him. But uh, after taking his first action to do that, he is then going to step back through the doorway he came and uh, pull out an item for his last part of his turn. And then we'll pop this guy in and move him to the correct spot in the turn order. Uh, you see, as he yells that, uh, you hear this like sound of like water bubbling. And I imagine everybody kind of looks towards the fountain. But instead, out of this broken outhouse, flies up this creature that let me move him into the proper spot in the turn order and then uh pop him up on the screen you see what right, appears to be a uh maybe some type of drake that someone had started painting green and didn't get time to finish <laughs> <laughs> Almost as though they're These trying are all to... the like Kroger brand knockoff versions <laughs> yeah. of the cryptids. <laughs> yeah, it basically looks like somebody heard that black uh, that black maga is supposed to be green and was trying to mimic that and not doing the best job. Uh, and it is now going to be that creature's turn. And why would it be called black maga if it's green? I don't know, but it is in fact green. So it is going to fly 40 feet. No, it's going to fly 30 feet to uh, directly in front of Magellan. And it is going to bite at him. A shield block. Uh, that is a 29. Yep, that will hit. Okay, so that will then... The shield will take some of that. If Well, actually, do you need to do the secondary thing for that, or is using the shield block also give it that? 
I mean, it's just going to take hardness out of your damage. Yeah. That's what I mean. I didn't know if uh, just raising the shield automatically did that or just automatically did the AC and then it was a reaction to have it actually hit it. I couldn't remember how that Yeah, went. so I had cast shield, which is raising it, and then I shield block reaction to Okay. Yeah, so you are doing the strike. reaction to also soak up the damage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that will do. Uh, that is 20 points of piercing damage. Ow. Well, the shield eats 10 of that, and then I can't cast nothing. that for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 10 minutes till the next shield. Uh, yeah. And he has uh, one more uh, ability left, uh, thing left. And uh, also, make me a uh, fortitude save. Fine. Oh, shouldn't have rolled a physical dice, gang. Uh, 19. Close, but not quite. Uh, so you have a briny wound. Is... It's a brackish maga. <laughs> I'm trying to find what briny wound does. <laughs> Strike, which must have DC 20 fortitude save, temporarily immune for one minute. And it doesn't say what it does. Oh, there it is. It's underneath it. I'm an idiot. Uh, so that was a regular failure. That is, you are sickened too. Ugh. I am sickened. <laughs> and so he does still have one action left. And that's a two action thing, so we can't do that. Uh, he will just uh, swipe at you with his finned tail. Uh, Feels aggressive. God, it's iterative, so that is a 23. Yeah, that, that'll do it. Guy seems a bit more dangerous than those other ones. Seven plus, another sense that is 14 points of bludgeoning. Ow. Yeah. He's nothing to mess with. Uh, it is Chicho's turn. Yeah. I will take a stride to get towards my friend who just got hurt. And then let's see if I can And then do doctor's visitation. So for another action, I can stride and treat wounds, battle medicine, in this case. Nice. Yeah. I have this on there. Going for 20 so that I can do extra health. I got a 31. So that is a, Whoa. Yeah. yeah, that's a crit on so the higher like DC. That's really good. 4d8 plus yeah. 20 plus or something. 15 Infinity. plus 15. Oh, wow. So, yeah, no. hopefully that's enough. 
I've given up on using my phone and I'm going to take So clutch. Yeah, actually healing as a clear. Weird. There you go. <laughs> wow, thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's most of what got hit done to him back. Yeah, that actually heals him back from the Drake fully and part of the attack from last combat. Yay. <laughs> Effective. And that's oh, yeah, just that's right, because you blocked 10 of that. I forgot about that. One to move, one to Doctor's Visitation, and then I will... I, I think I will just raise a shield after seeing that. Right. Uh, and we are up to Chad. Alright, I think Chad is gonna have the Rhino double move him down towards Black Maga. And, um... I'm kind of not snapping to grid properly there, but that's okay. And then he's gonna study the dragon sea monster beast. Nat 1 on the um, esoteric lore check. That does not beat the DC. <laughs> um, not only that, I can't remember the right. Yeah, I was gonna say, to is there use. a critical failure condition on that? <laughs> yeah, um, Chad is distracted, um, while rummaging through his pockets trying yeah. to find the right thing to use on Black Maga, and uh, he is flat-footed until the beginning of his next turn. Wish, I wish it knew that. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's just gonna uh, end his turn yeah. there as, okay. as he I just blushes. You had one more action, but yeah, you're just gonna. Yeah, there's there. nothing I okay. could do because I didn't think to buy a crossbow or anything. Uh, Magellan. Oh, just Magellan! Hit by a Drake. <laughs> yeah, hit the Drake. Uh, he got wrecked himself, uh, but then restored nearly to full health. Uh, and seeing as it's a a dragon fight now, uh, will expend his first action to change form and reveal his himself as a medium-sized blue and yellow vortex dragon. Uh, mostly just because he wants to show this guy, you know, this dragon v dragon. Uh, and then two actions will fling a magical dart of acid at him and see if you know that has any effect on old brian master flex uh bleh, 21 to hit is uh no not quite almost yeah that's a bummer <laughs> thank, thank you, Sam, in the chat versus EAC, question mark, just to really confuse yeah. me and our listeners. Uh, Playing Starfinder. Yeah. I didn't say it to the listeners. Against touches. They can see it. Yeah. Oh, they can. Yeah, they can see. Yeah. Uh, but now, uh, unfortunately, that's a, it's a second level spell wasted. Uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? I'm a dragon. Right. Okay, so then that takes us to Hugh. This seems under control. I'm going to keep going up these stairs. 
fingers. And like I said, that second set is uh, double movement because it's steeper than it looks on the screen. I make it right around there-ish. Okay. Of a triple move. And uh, Caesar. Right. Uh, so difficult terrain to here. Through the door. Is that a door that I can't go through? Uh, you should be able to move your go. token through it, but it is, I will say, though, uh, as you get to the door, it is locked. But <sighs> if you want, you can make an athletics to try to break it down. Bogus. Yeah. Let's uh, let's make a stunning eruption style. I do also have thievery, but this is not a time for for that. Yeah, I think it takes, like, a long time to do picking a lock in combat <laughs> in two weeks. Uh, so, 23 will do it. This is just like a wooden door. This place does not look like it was built for protection. Alright, so and then that would mean 35 feet of movement after that. And I will yes. say uh, the doors on the inside are not uh To like right there, Hopefully right there can... being the middle of the wizard zone. Oh, come on! Oh, Is it, there it goes. Oh, I, it looks like you opened right it. over his waterbed. <laughs> so like, uh, I'm right by the the cool circular table with the Formica top. Yeah, very, table very with retro. the chairs around it. Yeah. And uh, that's that's all three of my moves. Move, open door, move. Out a little more. All right. So we are now up to. Uh, we are back up to the uh, wizard. He has pulled a device out and he's going to look at it and then not use it. Instead, he's going to move over to this door and lock it. And then for his. Uh, Final action, he is going to go back towards the balcony, but not quite out to it, and yell uh, for uh, Black Maga to come towards him. He'll say, up here, up here. And it's his turn. The Drake, hearing this, will disengage itself from combat. And it will double move. Goes at a diagonal. I don't think it needs to triple move with 40 feet of fly to get in where I need to get because it knows what he wants to do. Uh, be that, and it does not have anything it can do from this distance with one move act, I mean, with one action left. So that will end its turn. And it is uh, Chicha. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have any ranged things. So I will delay. Right. Then we are up to uh, chat. Um, how high is Black Maga? 
<laughs> it is so let's see so i had 80 feet of total movement it had to get in 30 of the edge of the balcony so it would be it's probably either 20 or 30 feet up so too high really for most purposes i would say 20 feet up because that would put it where it needs to be without being too far away so it is 20 feet up all right so chad and his trusty steed are gonna swing on down back to the base of the tower here but you know well below the the actual monster and um chad's gonna give give mag a stare down again just to Try to figure some stuff out. Only a 20 on the esoteric lore this time. Uh, that actually meets it exactly. Nice. So he does know uh, its highest weakness. Hey, so you know... Uh, do you get immunities on that or just weakness? Um, on the regular success, success, I do not get other not weaknesses, immunity. resistance immunities. Just whatever okay. its biggest weakness is. Uh, so you do not get any weaknesses. Alright, just a sort of vague personal antithesis weakness. Yeah. You know it is a like water-dwelling creature. Um, obviously, from the bite it did, it seems to be a saltwater-dwelling creature. So, maybe you have like a, a sponge or something that you pull out. <laughs> Alright, and he is going to stare up at it to do a hypnotic lure. You give me a will save. Hey. Oh my god, why does it keep giving me threes? Uh, that is a 13. Uh, that's a failure. So on its turn, Black Maga must spend its first action to approach me. Okay. I'm sure that will work out great for uh, Chad. Yeah, um, yeah, I see no problems with it. Yeah. Is that your full complement of actions? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Uh, hey, can Magella. I jump back in before Magella? Yes, you can. Uh, remembering your that token. he is uh, sickened, right? Yes, he is. So I will go ahead yeah. and attempt to treat condition for two actions, which is a uh, medicine versus the DC of the condition. Ooh, nat 20. Hey. Uh, uh, so if... Yeah. Yeah, your condition of sickened is reduced by two. Wow. Uh, if, assuming that's a crit success and you didn't yeah. have a crazy high DC. Yeah. And then I will move back towards the sheep. That doesn't is in fact a crit success. Mm. Okay, so now it is Magellan's turn. And you are no longer sickened at all because Ooh. you were sickened two and she removed two. Was right about to start trying to retch at the beginning, <laughs> which would have been a way more effective action last turn than changing form. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, kind of gives you a, a thumbs up as you run towards the sheep. And uh, we'll look at this green black MAGA and uh, what's the range on this? Yeah, not quite enough. Okay, we'll do something different. 
and yeah, he's going to move 10, 20, 30 feet to the west and keep making bad decisions and make a spell attack roll uh, at all. Black Maga. I had forgotten to reduce my attack roll by two from being sickened, so it would have missed even worse last turn. In case people scouring the chat are like, hey, why is it the same number as last turn? Uh, but let's fire off a full uh, one worse than the turn before. We'll just move right along. First level spell, gone. Hugh. <laughs> uh, Pull out a crossbow. Put a bolt. And I prepare to shoot this thing if uh, one of two things happens. Either it f tries to fly away uh, in a direction away from that tower, or someone starts running out of that tower to jump at it, or onto it, or whatever. Right. And that will be, and it does take two actions ready, so that will then use up the rest of that, and it will be Golly's turn. Alright, uh... One movement to get to the first. Is this door open at the? That one is open. Yes. All right, and are these or it's unlocked? Rather, yeah. It's unlocked, so I have to spend an action opening it. Uh, that one you have to open. Yeah, you don't have okay, to so... uh, break it, but you do have to open it. Like the ones inside, which they should have been, but I haven't ticked off. Are actually like open, open. This one is not locked, but it is not open because it opens into the outside air. So move, <laughs> really exciting series of turns here. <laughs> move, gets the door, open the door with an action. Move, gets the locked door. That's it. All right, that is. And we are back up to our wizard buddy, who is going to take a... Uh, that's the door. Just picked up the door trying to pick him up. Uh, he's going to take a single stride forward so that he is the distance he needs to be from this uh, drake. And his second two actions will be him casting, interestingly, a spell that uh, the role you did on him earlier seems like he shouldn't be able to cast because it seems like it's maybe a level too high. But he's able to cast it anyway. He casts Enlarge on this uh, Sea Drake here. <laughs> and it goes from that a large Drake to a huge Drake. Uh. Sea Drake the Entertainer. <laughs> uh, and that is all of his things. because It is a two-action cast. And then it is the Drake's turn. And for its first action, it has to obey its hypnotic gaze. <laughs> And it flies down to be, uh, can't share a square with the rhino, so it'll kind of land on this side to be hey, uh, it flew directly away from the tower, directly next to Chad on the ground. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's right, it triggers your action. Uh, a 20, unfortunately, though, just misses. Oh, actually, it might not with the enlarge, that lowers the not clumsy. Four, three, four, five, 
Clumsy one, yeah, so. Oh, but that's only one. You need to lower it by two. Uh, so, unfortunately, it is not enough. I love you. Uh, and then, it, as it's landed now in front of you, this thing, unlike a regular sea drake, is... Oh, I guess drakes are kind of intelligent. This thing's very intelligent, though, because it's probably a person. And it is angry at you for doing that, and it has two actions available to it. Uh, oh, <laughs> so this huge sea drake opens its mouth, and you see this crackling electricity within it. And it is going to fire a ball lightning breath at Chad. Amulet. Uh, that is a uh, reflex save. Um, how critically would you say a 15 fails? Uh, it is not a critical, but it is a fail. And I will remind everybody, uh, and by remind, I mean tell you for the first time, I didn't mention it because it's I forgot everybody is considered to have a, uh, what you call it, uh, hero, hero point. point. Yes. Oh, yeah. So if you don't want to fail that, I will tell you you have failed it. I have not told you the failure conditions yet. So if you want to re-roll that, you can. Um, yeah, seems like a, a good time to use that hero point. I got a 16. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, that is still a fail. Uh, uh, does Gwen need to, or is it just the single target? It does arc to secondary target. Oh, within 30 feet, so that might actually be able to hit. Uh, uh oh. Let me get my old tape measure here out. Uh, is it within 30 feet of each other? Oh my god, it is. Uh, so yes, Gwen is also going to have to make one, and so are Magellan and uh, uh, Chicho. Well, I'll tell you, you are aiming for a uh, DC 22. Uh, 25 for Gwen. Yeah, 25 for Magellan. I got an 11. Ooh. That seems like a good time for my hero point. Yes. Oh, okay, 14. Okay, so that is two failures and two passes. So we have to roll that and that, because there aren't enough of those. Uh Oh, really horrible damage, though. Uh, 18. So that is the people that fail will take 22 points of electricity damage. And Yikes. those of you that passed will take 11. D6 to see when he can do that again. Ugh. Of course, that's the hot point. Uh, and that is his turn. All right. <clears throat> So Chad is going to focus on this creature again for another esoteric roar. Uh, 25. That gets it. All right. So It is not a have... critical, but it is a success. 
We will have vulnerability to my attacks now. I'm going to use Cavalier's Charge. So for two actions, Gwen is going to stride twice, going past the uh, Black Maga, running down there, and during her charge, I'm going to take a slash with a plus one circumstance bonus. Uh, that is a total of 30 to hit. It's definitely a hit. Let me make sure. Okay, that is not a crit, but it is a hit. All right, so this will be 2d6 plus 12. Uh, only 17 damage. Decent. Uh, so you would have one action left then? No, that was the charge was two actions. Well, what was your first one? The first action was the... Oh, yeah, was to do your... Weakness. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The weakness. It's kind that's... of an action tax on me. I gotta yeah. keep doing that. Forgot about that. Uh, Chicho. All right. I will do Radiant Infusion for one action, which says if my next thing is to heal somebody, they then do an extra 1d6 positive damage until the end of their next turn. So then for my next two actions, I will do a level two heal on oh, I forgot your name already. Snake. Chad. Chad. <laughs> Alright. So that does what is it? 2d8 plus 16. This may be excessive. That's pretty excessive. Yeah, but I have heals to spare. There you go. Alright. Thank nice. you. Yes, don't forget your extra damage. That's three. Yep. So it is Magellan. You have a huge drake in front of you, and that guy is back in the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. We'll worry about Balcony Man later. There's a gigantic dragon really trying to one-up this medium-sized dragon boy in front of him. Uh, so... We're going to spend all three actions casting uh, a ball of electricity. So I am going to uh, eh, just do a spell attack roll because eventually, you know, mathematically, it seems likely that I'm going to hit at some point. <laughs> Uh, just not this turn. With a total of a 14. Uh, yep. Just gonna keep crossing spells off my list, and <laughs> turns can just keep on going. Uh, you. So exciting. I'm gonna reload my crossbow and shoot at this caster guy on this balcony. Okay. I'm probably gonna miss. 
24. Hit, uh, what's the range on the crossbow? 120. Okay, yeah, so you're fine, even with him being higher. Still plenty fine. So uh, that is seven points of piercing, so that just, like, nails him in the shoulder. And between that and that fireball he took earlier, he's looking pretty worse for wear. You know, this guy's a caster. You figure he's probably pretty squishy. Uh, and I think you get one more action if there's anything else you want to do, because you reloaded and you fired. I will reload it again. All right. And it is uh, the golly dream Giant's turn. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to athletics through the door or try. Yep, you break it. Seven. Ready, and then Which I should be able to do that. Perfect. And so this, uh, moving in, uh, 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 in through the door, and south. Talk to me about this door. Uh, that is like a pair of French doors set into a glass wall that lead out onto the balcony, and they are open, even though I don't have it clicked as open. There it is. They are open. Okay, thank good. Yeah. I was I was gonna be if you're gonna give me like a third round. <laughs> no, because he's been walking open. through he went in, went out, he did not use the action economy to close that door. Alright, so he will interact, move, and then through the French doors, seeing this um individual there. Um he is he's he's gonna he's gonna knock him into the cabbage patch. What he's gonna do, he's gonna He's going to flurry of blows uh, with a stunning fist on there. So if he hits, of course. So first flurry sitch. Second flurry sitch. And the first one is a 27. Yeah. Uh, that is absolutely a hit. Uh, he is down with the first one. <laughs> Right, Even so before the, the natural a... 20 in the second one. Uh, uh, so he just drops like a sack of potatoes. Like he is the first hit. Like I imagine your second hit, which would have been like perfectly time just whiffs through the air because <laughs> he's on the ground already. Bashed potatoes. And I am a salad murderer, so I'm going to keep on. Yeah. I, I, I whacked him regardless. Yes. Yeah. yeah, if you want to hit him while he's on the ground and knock his oh, yes. condition down again. Yeah. Yeah. Morals morals are a human too. construct. <laughs> uh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock him all the way to dying too. Uh morals are actually a fungus. Ah, hey. <laughs> Mycological humor. That's the end of my turn. Did the it, punch. Uh... Wizard's turn, because he's actually halfway important. He gets to make death rolls instead of just being dead. Uh, hey, he's stabilized. Uh, that is his turn. And Drake. Uh, the Drake now has uh, 10 feet of reach. Or no, it adds 10 feet. Does it add 10 feet to its reach? He already actually, I think, had 10 feet. Is increased by 10 feet. Wow, that's horrible for everybody. Uh, this thing is going to back up so that it's 20 feet away from everyone. And it's just going to 
stretch its neck out, and it's going to go for Chad first because he hit it. It's uh, not and... very nice. Amulet yeah, protection. Uh, you're not going to need it, I don't think. Uh, did I say plus 15 on the first one? That's a 21. Uh, nope. And he's going to go at you again with his iterative attack. Uh, 23. Uh, 23 hits. Hey, uh, and I'm guessing you're using your amulet to block some of that damage. Yeah, soak it up. So, B. Eight. And, oh my god, they're both ones. Uh, so that is 14 points of damage. All right. Almost all of that coming from the bonus he gets for his regular bonus and his new size. And that is it. He moved and he attacked twice. All right. Is he um, low enough to hit? Oh, yeah. He is not in the air. He just like backed up. All right. So what I'm going to do is have my rhino bring me right on up to this fella. And then she's going to use her support action for the rest of the turn. And it turns out that if I read, actually read the text of exploit vulnerabilities, I've <laughs> that it got lasts this. until the next time you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've still got it. So um, with my second action, I'm going to attack the vulnerability on this particular worm that is a 26 to hit it is a hit all right um so that is 2d6 plus 12 uh 19 good damage hey. oh wait i had hit. bonus damage or yeah something? an ex extra 1d6 of positive yeah damage. extra d6 of positive nice so that is a five positive on top okay so 24 Oof. All right. And in addition, thanks to my support action from the rhinoceros, she's swinging her head around. Um, since I've damaged this enemy on this turn, it is clumsy one until the end of my next turn. Now, does that stack if it is already clumsy one? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I'm assuming because it, it doesn't say increases its clumsy. It doesn't say increases it my one. Okay, because it gains the clumsy one condition from the enlarge. Oh, well. And uh, one more strike. This is only a 15. That is a miss. My first time taking two attacks in another round. and See why I don't do it. That map is painful. Uh, Chicho. Alright. This thing's in range. I will move up. Um... I can't tell which are its squares. Yeah, Maybe you're next to outside it. of it, Is yeah. Good. Okay. And before I leave, I suppose, I will cast Guidance on Magellan and then move up and stab it. Have to stab it. Twenty-four is a hit. That is 18 Yay. points of trident damage. Uh, Finally poked something. 
Yeah. It is taking some damage. Uh, so was that your full that was yes yeah, so guidance oh. move oh yeah the guidance yep yeah uh magellan yeah feeling slightly guided magellan's <laughs> gonna try and make another spell attack maybe Ray of Frost this time. Might as might as well just do cantrip since we're doing so well. Uh, that's a nat twenty. Yeah. He said it was against the dragon or the guy. Oh wait, no, he's down. So the dragon. yeah, against yeah. old Drake McKee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah, it's, that is a critical hit. Twenty G's. Oh wait, no, I'm not. I'm looking at the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be. Wow, how did that do twenty two damage on a cantrip? <laughs> it's going to be double damage. I was looking at the one above it. <laughs> so I'm going to roll 3d4 plus 4 and double it. Total trash. Uh, so that would be uh, 18... And your speeds are reduced by 10 feet for a round. Yeah. So 18 cold damage if it has any resistance. Uh, it does not appear to be resistant to cold. And then a third action will cast... Nope, hasn't been 10 minutes. Won't cast shield. Instead, he'll, uh, I don't know, just like battle medicine himself. Because I got an action, why not? Uh, and with assurance, I can't fail. So, yay! I'm back to full. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So then we will go to Hugh. Yeah, gonna pot shot. See if I can wing it. All right. Pot shot the dragon. Seventeen will not quite do it. And then we'll try a daze. It yeah. should be within 60 still, I yeah. think. Not, not even close. Uh, it is just barely not a critical fail, though, so that's good. Oh, too bad. So, what is your uh, spellcasting modifier on here? It should be on there. Say it on there? No, it doesn't say that one. So, what's your uh, spellcasting modifier? That is a great question, considering this is an innate spell. Usually, innate spells are charisma. That's a plus four. Plus four. Okay. Then that will be. Uh, oh, yep. Ability modifier is plus four. Okay. So it takes four points of uh, mental damage. And it's looking pretty hurt. Uh, golly. I'm so stoked to do this. I have been so excited to make this. So, 10 foot stride action to the southeast to kick off my flying leap, which oh. I will then leap 
<laughs> You're going to like drop and down on it like my... a Dark Souls boss. <laughs> I'm going to make a fine kick attack. I need your help getting past this. I can't. Oh, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's a wall. Yep. Uh, I yep. can get you off it. There you go. And so I need to make an athletics check that I can't fail because I get a plus <laughs> 20 to it and I only need to get a 15. But let's just do it anyway. Yeah, well, anyway. Is there a crit condition? I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a 29 plus, so that's a 34 to make it there. So yes, that, <laughs> yeah. is, that would technically have critical. The, the, the crit condition is that I do it in a really cool way. Yeah. It's, it's real sick, yeah. I believe, is how um, they wrote it in the book. Dragoon. Thank you, Jason Bowman, for that. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to make an attack. Before falling to the ground, by the way, which I definitely do, um, and taking all the requisite damage and whatnot. But hey, live fast, die salad. <laughs> and a 23 will hit. Alrighty. That's unfortunately only nine points of bludgeoning damage, though. Look at what the difference between the regular damage and the crit damage is on that nine versus 32. <laughs> I, I hate that they roll them separately as opposed to yeah. doubling them, but I get it, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's only, unfortunately, nine points of damage before falling to the ground. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, is unconscious in somebody else's bedroom. Uh, Drake is now surrounded by a bunch of people. So it is going to take off into the air, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet, but it can still get just up over here. And it's got 20 feet of reach now, so if it's there, I can say it's 10 feet off the ground. Oh wait, no, because that would be 25. Uh, It would have to only be 5 feet off the ground, so basically on the ground as far as anybody's concerned for hitting it. Uh but it moves back and actually no it wouldn't go that way. It would go over here so they could attack the giant. Yeah. Uh that is a bonus in my clumsy that is a twenty eight. That hits but is not a crit. It's but is not a crit. Interesting. Oh, I just rolled the wrong thing. Uh, there we go. And that's not a crit still against your prone AC. Yeah, my prone AC is a 19. Heck yeah. Appreciate you keeping me honest, though. But yes, no, the oh, sweet, so sweet flat footedness. I'm not a very dexterous monk. Okay, well, in that case, the second one of those. Uh, okay, so that is. Twenty-eight points of damage, and you also need to make me a uh, what you call it? Port uh, which I think I forgot to do the last person you bought. He bit. Uh, 22 makes it exactly. for the giant. Oh, so subtract uh, 7 from that damage. Oh, thank you. You're within 15 feet of me, and I have exploited the weakness of the Drake. 
Uh, so that was a regular success. So you're only sickened one from being bit by this briny drake. Second and proud. And Chad. All right. Chad's going to mount up and we're going to do another chargey do. Got to take my second attack, but hand off the jet piece. We're gonna run up by the creature, and on the way across, uh, that is a twenty even to hit. Uh, twenty even will not quite hit. Right, Feel like you're sec- one under what you need. <laughs> second attack is a much better roll at a worse thing. So twenty three. 23 is a hit. That is 21 damage. 21 or 31? 21. 21? Yeah. Okay, it is still up with 21, but it does not look good. (laughs) Alright, that's the end of me. Anybody wants to flank? Uh, Chicho. This thing looks very close to dead. Uh, flank, I think, would be this square right here would get you oh, are they diagonal? opposite. Yeah, on the corner. Yeah. I see. Yeah, you gotta okay. be opposite each other. Yeah, I just think they were... Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because uh... he's, he t- he's a weird shape. I see what you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, we don't really yeah. take up three squares. It's yeah. Just I can't overlap. Yeah. Alright, moving in. Poking. That is a hit. Uh, oh, and 15 damage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You stab this drake with a trident, which is a very thematically good weapon to kill this mm-hmm. thing with. And it is down. Whoops, I'm going to open the wrong thing when I go to try to put an X over it. And you are out of combat. You have a uh, unconscious wizard upstairs and a dead drake. And have been keeping you guys here for very long, so I will say if we want to just like and we like, hey, you bring Shinebright up up there. He tells you that this wand this guy is holding is the artifact he needs. Uh if anybody wants to roll a uh any of the magic schools on it to see what the heck this thing is. Just imagining the sheep being like, No, I have to eat the whole body to turn back. <laughs> And then when it's done, after like 15 minutes of us being like, oh, God, he's like, actually, really, this is the wand. I'm screwing with you guys. But I, I really hated that, guys. Uh, 12 does not get it. Uh, it's not just a 12. It's a now one. It's real bad. Got a 24 religion, if that helps. Don't worry about my nature. <laughs> okay, the 24, uh, the 224s actually, because we got, oh wait, no, that was just, the one was a 12. I can look at words, uh, and numbers are words now. So the 24 religion is enough to figure out something uh specific about this before you try to use it on him in that 
you see that this is a obviously a magical wand you see that it casts a extremely powerful version of baleful polymorph with a dc of 38 like oh. basically you're not gonna <laughs> uh uh-huh. but you also see that It's doing this because there's some kind of, like, stone jammed into the wand. And you see cracks around it. And you think what's going on with your roll is that every time this is used, you have to make an arcana check. And if you fail it, the wand is going to backfire onto you. And you feel like this check has been increasing in how difficult it is each time this wand has been used to turn basically this guy's gang into animals. So you can attempt to use the wand to turn him back, but there is a decent chance that it's going to backfire on you if you do it. Maybe I will be a sheep. (laughs) I will explain this briefly before um, casting with my plus zero to arcana oh this yeah Ooh, a two. Oh, no. <laughs> oh uh so the uh dc which is also the dc to d- uh discover what's wrong with it goes up from 24 to 26 <laughs> and uh chicho is turned into a uh sheep yay oh. <laughs> oh no, the only on one there. who could talk to the sheep is now yeah. a sheep. Oh, no. Yeah, the only one who could. And I'm assuming that they told everybody else. Yeah, you said they told everyone else. What yeah, I briefly does. said yeah. uh, it's broken, it gets worse. <laughs> Bye. It seems to be getting worse. Well, we can tell Hal why he hasn't heard from Mr. Brad Brad Crackle Flicker Dim. And also that now uh, Chicho is a sheep. And if anybody else wants to try and turn either of them back with uh, the, I'm assuming, incredibly high arcana. <laughs> uh, untrained. Bummer. Untrained. <laughs> I am trained, but I don't know if I want to risk it. <laughs> I'm looking at this going, nah. I don't, I don't yeah. need it. I um, I don't know either of you that well. <laughs> yeah, me and uh, Baleful Polymorph, we got a history, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we I'd should try find, nature if I could. Like a real wizard. Uh, you could one. take both sheep back to Hal and see if he knows somebody. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that so feels you like, like the move. <laughs> tie both of them up to leads and just like walk them back to the t- entrance of the town. We are intelligent sheep. We don't need <laughs> Yeah, to you do still have your your regular intelligence bonus. <laughs> we are mildly sheep. intelligent sheep. And if we... I will be sure to pick up the wand and take it with us yeah. just in case. Um, we can I'm not going to leave it here, that's for sure. Trying to strap the trident to you. It's sticking out <laughs> over your head so you could ram yeah. something with it. Perfect. As long as we take a nap on the way back, so um, when it's over, we can all yell, wake up, sheeple. Yes. (laughs) That is the new valediction sign-off of Brian from here on in. (laughs) Yeah, we talk about about MAGA, and then we say, wake up, people.
Or wake up people. Oh, Christ. No. <laughs> this show has taken a turn. God. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys uh well we hand wave the uh trip back. Uh get back to town, you wait a little bit and eventually he shows up in the same spot outside in the outskirts and Basically says, like, what is this? I imagine you guys explain your in- entire adventure. And he'll say, uh, can I see that wand uh, for a second? I'll hand it over. And he looks at you and goes, oh, you, you gotta be kidding me. And he looks down at Shinebite. He goes, that's not how you use one of these. And you see him uh, kind of reach in with his weird little fingers and he pulls this thing out and it is a like a little scrimshaw and it's got a little depiction of what looks like a guy in a robe, but his head is a tongue. And he said, uh, I, ca- I can get this uh, fixed. I got to talk to some people. But anyway, thank you guys uh, so much what you did. Uh, you there, sheep? Uh, which one is that? That's a. That's Chicho, right? That's the sheep. Uh, you um, might want to stay here for a little Joe bit. <laughs> sheep. Oh. You uh, might want to stay here for a little bit to like and get somebody to get this figured out. Uh, rest of you, and he'll uh, reach into a pocket of the weird coat he's wearing, and he pulls out uh, these four little baggies, and if you open them, they have like gems inside them. Goes, uh, I. Again, like I said, I have no idea how much Gareth pays anybody else because he basically doesn't pay me, and it's kind of been a standing point of contrition between the two of us, but I'm assuming this is good. And if you look, it's only like 20 gold pieces worth of gems. Like, it's actually impressive how little each bag is worth being made out of precious stones. I don't know the last time I was paid so well. This is amazing. This goes far as like Charlie's. Twenty gold can get you like a yeah. whole. Yeah. I mean, two e twenty gold isn't terrible, <laughs> since the they readjusted situation. the economy to be on silver. But like, mm-hmm. it's surprisingly little for like a bag of gems. <laughs> it's mostly the, like aquarium rocks, but then there's <laughs> yeah. a few real real, ro- real gems mixed Those together. Little glass beads that moms yeah. put in bathrooms in the 1990s that were all yeah with like a fake flower in it yeah mm, yep yeah. <laughs> mm, like wood. <laughs> so that is the uh end of our little module Ooh. i'd like to thank both of our guests for uh staying through this for about an hour longer than we were originally planning to record <laughs> uh and i'd like to thank in advance uh anybody who donated and uh if either of you guys would like to uh plug anything your own shows any other kind of charities or anything going on uh give you two both that opportunity right now uh whichever order you feel like doing it in i will not i think uh, the charity here that this was for should uh take precedence all right. yeah. and if I ever oh. return as a guest, maybe then. Okay, and I will say again that the uh, 
Jared is going to, and there should be, like I said, there will be a link to it. It is going to the words. It is going to Equality Florida. So it is going to a very good cause. And again, thank you to everybody stopping by. And uh, it is currently 12, 11 in the morning. So I am going to bed. But um, all of you, make sure you stick around after this, because um, I think we got the drawing oh, immediately Yes, we after will be doing the, the raffle ending. drawing. Thank you for the <laughs> yeah, reminder, Sam. Hold on, Sam. sheeple. <laughs> yeah, sheeple, don't go to bed yet. It's not quite time to <laughs> count, Wait, you sheep. <laughs> <laughs>